from the journalists of The Australian. Here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Thursday, March 16. A huge win for The Australian's podcast investigation, Head Noise, which exposed the issue of concussion in rugby league and the AFL. The National Rugby League is to impose a mandatory 11-day stand-down for any player who suffers a serious head knock, the toughest policy they've ever had. Later in the episode, we'll explore what it means. The cost of the National Disability Insurance Scheme is growing by an average $75 million a month and $900 million a year. That's sparking fears among disability experts that the government's giant new defence deal will mean it has to slash the NDIS budget. Australia doesn't need the AUKUS Treaty or any nuclear submarines, and the Labor government is steering us towards disaster. That's the assessment of former Labor Prime Minister Paul Keating, who's delivered some vintage Keating insults. I'm not going to have Australia's long-term strategic interest compromised by rubbish in the Labor Party. Keating says it's madness to panic about China, but says he's not doing Beijing's bidding. I mean, bugger the Chinese, you know. We'd have the same capability if we need it. My point is we don't need it. We'd be far better off with 45 Collins-class new age submarines in the defence of Australia. So say, put your toe over our beach and we knock your head off. We're going to sit with a bunch of American submarines off the Chinese continental shelf and try a duck shoot of Chinese nuclear-armed submarines. Hot on the heels of Anthony Albanese's glittering San Diego announcement of the nuclear submarines deal with the US and UK, the Australians are revealing today Western Australia will be hosting a waste processing facility for radioactive materials. Today's biggest story, footy codes get their heads around the biggest problem in sport, concussion. I still remember the first time I got knocked out, which is I was six years old. That's Matthew Johns, one of rugby league's greatest ever superstars. The older kid would run straight at you, you know, and you'd do left shoulder, tackle right side, and he just went straight at me. I got my head on the wrong side and it completely knocked me out. And then what you do is you get up and then you keep going. He was talking in our investigation, Head Noise, which last night won a prestigious prize for the year's best podcast at the Australian Sports Commission's annual awards. And I remember what used to happen whenever I got a head knock, whether it was a knockout or a micro knockout, was that I had deja vu. It was a bit like a, a scratch on a, a vinyl record and I'd just go there and then... And, um, That's bizarre. Yes. In those deja vu moments, Matty would be out cold on the football field. But his deep memory would always take him to the same place, as a small boy on a merry-go-round, with his granddad by his side. That's the voice of our collaborator on Head Noise, former league player James Graham, who's had his own conversion on the issue of concussion. Once, he was rugby league's hard man, the guy who refused to leave the field. In the course of making the podcast with us, James changed his mind. Head Noise is available wherever you found this podcast, and you should go and listen, because our investigation has helped achieve something big. We dragged the issue of concussion into the spotlight and made it something the big footy codes can no longer ignore. Oh, another 
has been knocked down. Kapoor oh, is running straight into Pogba. This is a sensation. Caleb Pogba hits the deck. And it's just about lights out. The 2023 season is just getting started and already one of the game's biggest current names was knocked out cold on the field. That surely will be the last we'll see of him today. Kaelin Ponger of the Newcastle Knights has suffered four concussions in the past 10 months alone. Last week's round was brutal. Ponga is one of five NRL players now ruled out after big hits. Round three is about to start, and it'll be played under the NRL's tough new rules, announced on Wednesday. Any player who suffers a grade one concussion, that is, loss of consciousness, failing to protect oneself when falling, or unsteadiness on the feet, will be instantly ruled out of the game and stood down for 11 days, potentially missing two matches. If a player is considered grade two, that is, fails a doctor's concussion test on the sideline, they'll need to be assessed by a neurologist approved by the NRL before being allowed to play in the next match. This comes just days after the Australian revealed 60 former Aussie Rules players, including men as young as their 30s, have launched a class action against the AFL for failing to protect them from the consequences of serious head trauma. Head noise was the first time many football superstars had spoken publicly about what used to be celebrated as courage, staying on the field after a knock. What Matty is about to tell me is something he's never told anyone publicly before. And you'll hear me, audibly shocked. It happens when we start talking about the concussions that don't knock you out, which for the record, I know now after doing this podcast, can also be incredibly serious for your health. You know, he said, how many times you get knocked out in your career? I said, well, I started playing when I was five and I retired when I was 31. You know, I don't know, 70, 80 times. He said, like knocked many? out, like actually KO, unconscious. At least where you sort of get badly stung and you mm. have a little blackout. Rugby League are showing that they are finally taking this issue seriously. That's our chief sports writer, Jessica Halloran, who created Head Noise, along with Leah Tamaglu, Jasper Leake, James Graham and me. What I'm hearing at commissioning level is a great concern over the dwindling numbers of junior participation, and that is parents are no longer putting their kids into rugby league. They're seeking out supposedly safer sports like soccer, and the participation rates are growing in sports like soccer, and they're going down in the collision sports. In Head Noise, we heard James Graham discover in real time that his brain had been permanently damaged by football in a consultation with neurologist Dr Rowena Mobbs. If, say, I was still playing, just hypothetically, which I'm not, and I have no ambition to, what would your recommendations be? To stop playing. Coming up, what the NRL isn't doing yet and why players and coaches aren't going to like it. My name is Manny Karoudis, and I'm a former New South Wales policeman turned investigative reporter with a passion for missing persons cases. I'm here to quickly tell you about our True Crime Australia podcast, The Missing, 
In this series, I look at old missing persons cases which have all gone cold in an attempt to try and uncover new information which could help see these missing people reunited with their loved ones or any form of clue that could bring these families closure. The Missing is available now wherever you get your podcasts and early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts. In our podcast, Head Noise, James Graham looked back on one of the biggest hits of his life and describes why he was the guy who never wanted to come off the field. I make a heavy hit on Corbin Sims. His elbow hits my chin. Oh, what about that? Sims has run over the top of Graham. He's lying flat on his back and... I am out. The Brisbane players have come in to help. This is a real concern. He's levelled the great Englishman, bang, elbow right on the chin. I'm still out. My left arm is above my head frozen. Then, the next second, I come to. I throw out my mouth guard. I'm struggling to prop myself up. We had a bobcat to get him off the field. I'm screaming at the same time. Get off me. I'm all right. He's screaming out, I'm all right. He wants to get up, but he's done. The trainers are all over me. I'm all right. I am still desperately trying to get up from the ground. I am on my knees. Then, I am on my feet. The trainers come for me. I push them away. I'm fine, I say. I'm fine. I don't know what I'm trying to prove. I'm clearly not fine. It's bizarre how I default to that. I don't know whether I'm subconsciously talking to myself or to the doctor. Maybe it's a pride thing. I don't want to be stretched off. I don't know why I don't want to be assisted off the field. Maybe I'm trying to communicate to my teammates that I'm all right. Maybe I'm trying to tell my loved ones at home that I'm okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm clearly putting on a show that I'm okay. When in reality, I'm not. This weekend will be critical in the implementation of this policy. And James Graham is living proof this is going to be a hard sell. Coaches are the voice that players listen to. It's why they do what they do. If they lead on this, it'll be the greatest example and the biggest instigator of change. Some of the game's biggest coaches have already made their feelings clear this season, attacking the game's bosses and the players' union, the RLPA. Well, the RLPA, the NRL, they don't trust coaches, mate. Do you think I'd let a player play if he had a uh, concussion or he's concussed? That was the Canberra Raiders' famously forthright coach, Ricky Stewart, himself a former Premiership-winning player. He's one of a band of prominent coaches who say athletes should be allowed to decide for themselves. Last year, the NRL launched a crackdown on high tackles and big hits, with a swathe of athletes sent off. Fans, players and coaches weren't happy, but the league's boss, Peter Volandis, was defiant. Here he is on Wide World of Sports. We have to take a stance. We need to take a stance to stop players getting hit in the head or on the neck. And that's the challenge of the coaches now, is to coach their teams and discipline their teams to change their behaviour. And those coaches that do that will get a competitive advantage because they won't get their players sent to the sin bin. Here's James Graham. Other areas to consider are practice sessions, training sessions. A lot of my concussions happened at practice. I, I can't see a reason why 
the game would not agree and act together in limiting the amount of contact in practice and training. We do a lot to protect the ball carrier. Unfortunately, a lot of the time, it's actually the tackler that gets injured. This is a change in the right direction, but for so many, what's done is done. We must have an annual brain, body and mind checkup available for all former NRL players. Head Noise is available now wherever you got this podcast. Don't forget to hear the front every morning. Just tell your smart speaker to play the news from The Australian and go to theaustralian.com.au to check out all our agenda-setting journalism. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.